Jacksonville, Florida, Riverside felt like a 1990s alt-rock revival bar scene, which to me is spectacular in itself, from the array of struggling artists and musicians to the decor in these watering holes. I was struck with a longing for Morrissey and perhaps a smattering of the grunge rock that overtook popular music in the 90s. Even the fact that almost everyone was smoking was nostalgic. Some of the friendliest, open, and most helpful people I've met are these residents of Jacksonville. What a joyous surprise this city is, and a hidden time capsule of when technology was scarce and art was prominent. I haven't seen anything outside of Riverside, but I'm not sure I want to, because I want to imagine all of Jacksonville as Riverside, because there aren't enough of these sanctums left. I am John Morrell, and I want to welcome you to the Destination Guy, Jacksonville, Florida edition. Hey everybody, this is John Morrell, and I'm here to talk about Jacksonville, Riverside, down in Florida. And I had an amazing time. It was very unexpected as far as how awesome the experience was. Uh, I didn't have a lot of expectations because I didn't know a lot about Jacksonville. Um, I have to tell you, I started off, I, I originally wanted to go to St. Augustine. That's where I thought I was going to do this episode. However, when I got there, I didn't, I didn't know much about St. Augustine. It was cool. The architecture was great. It was founded in 1565 by Spanish explorers. Uh, they say it's the oldest continuously inhabited European settlement within the U.S. borders. Uh, however, when I when I got there, I went to a, a bar called The Backyard, which was attached to Meehan's, or Meehan's, Meehan's, I guess, an Irish pub in St. Augustine. I, and when I talked to the bartender, she had said that no one really lives in St. Augustine. It's really just a tourist attraction. I said, well, where do the locals go? I mean, there must be some locals who live right here in the village of uh, you know, old town, uh, St. Augustine. She said, uh, nope, no one lives here. There aren't any apartments. This is all motels, hotels, and all tourist type things. And I have to tell you, that's not something I'm that interested in uh, because anyone who knows me knows if I want to go to a tourist destination, it's going to be Disney or Universal. Those places I love, but those are the kinds of places I go as far as the touristy type places. Otherwise, I really like to go to local establishments, local pockets and, uh, you know, little villages. Um, it, you know, anyone could do, listen, anyone can do, and it's been done a thousand times, shows and podcasts about New York City. Um, I live in upstate New York uh, in the Catskill Mountains. Those are the types of places I like. I'm not going to do, most likely, I'm not going to do podcasts about large cities uh, the places everyone goes. If I do, it'll be very few of them. Uh, I like to do unexpected places. Uh, like, for example, next week I'm going to be doing Portland, Maine, which uh, you know I'm really looking forward to. It's a very artsy community, so it should be a lot of fun. But anyway, I left St. Augustine, and I drove to Jacksonville, and she had suggested, um, she said she didn't spend a lot of time, the bartender from, from Backyard, she didn't spend a lot of time in Jacksonville because of the traffic. It was about an hour away from St. Augustine. Uh, she doesn't like the traffic, but she said, if you're going to go, go to the Riverside section of Jacksonville. So that's where I went. Ended up, 
on Park Street, right near what they call Five Points. It was right around four. Uh, I walked into a place called Rain Dogs, which I discovered later was named for the Tom Waits album, which is really cool. Um, I could see the bartender was just setting up, though, and so I know what that's like. I used to own a, I've owned two uh, taverns or bars, and so I know what that's like. So I, I ended up heading across the street to the Wall Street while he was setting up. I didn't want to interrupt what he was doing. Uh, so I went to a place called the Wall Street, right across the street. This spot was a dive bar treasure. I mean, it holds the second oldest liquor license in Jacksonville. The drinks were inexpensive. Uh, the decor doesn't look like it's changed since the 1930s when it was called Five Points Lounge. Just added to, you know, throughout the years, which gave it a really kind of uh, cool, creative feel to me. And and, and a, not just that, a, a feel of memories. You know, you could just imagine all the people that have been there throughout the years, all the stories, all the relationships that were built inside those walls. Uh, so it was, it was really, really cool. I met three fellows who were sitting at the bar. Uh, and, and I usually don't use last names, but all three of these fellows gave me permission, in fact, encouraged me to use their last names. So I, I met David Johns, Mike Sullivan, and Nick Trigger. And I met the bartender, Don. They kind of enlightened me to a Jacksonville I was totally ignorant to. For example, if, if you're like me, you, you probably thought Jacksonville was a comparatively young city. Turns out that's not true. Uh, the city government was consolidated in 1968, which is the reason I think most people, including me, believe it's a young city. However, that consolidation was nothing but a formality. Turns out Jacksonville is rich in history. It was founded in 1821. And to give you perspective about how old that would be, um, I don't think any of us would necessarily think Atlanta's considered, you know, Atlanta, Georgia's considered a young city, but Jacksonville was founded 25 years before Atlanta, Georgia. So that's pretty interesting. I, I just had no idea. Um, so it was really, really cool. It was named after Andrew Jackson. I think we know that. You know, I, I read that people call people from Jacksonville either, either Jackson villains or Jacksons. I, I, no one mentioned that at all in my conversation, so uh, I don't know. But uh, Mike suggested I look, you know, because I was interested in the history. I was really shocked. So he, he suggested I look into a writer named Dr. Wayne Wood. He authored a few books on the history of Jacksonville, including the, including the uh, I guess they had a huge fire in Jacksonville. It's the, the fire of 1901 the second biggest city fire in the history of the U.S. behind the Chicago fire, obviously. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. I, I looked a little bit into it. It's really interesting. Don, the bartender, told me about an underground cafe in downtown Jacksonville in the underground tunnels. Super intrigued by that. I did look into that a little bit. Turns out that there's some underground tunnels in Jacksonville. That sounds super cool. I didn't get a chance to do it. Uh, I just, you know, I was on a work trip, which I always am, but... Uh, yeah, so, but it sounded really cool. Next time I go, I'm definitely going to schedule that sort of thing for sure. Uh, David Johns knew about it too, and, and was he was somehow shocked that uh, I thought the city was so young, but I think I'm not the only one. I think a lot of people uh, think that. But uh, one thing, I have good news for them. Uh, they they all, all three of them thought that Jacksonville, Florida was number one as far as murder per capita, which shocked me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good news. I, I did some research. That is not true. As a matter of fact, 
Jacksonville isn't even in the top 10 as far as murder per capita, which should be good news for you, for you guys over there uh, in Jacksonville because that is terrifying. Uh, Nick Trigger was with me the longest. He kind of we kind of went across three together later and super cool guy plays guitar in a gore grind band called Queer Huffer. Yeah, I didn't make the name up. That's just the name of the band. Uh, he suggested a couple eateries, which, uh, I, again, I didn't have time to do, uh, but I'm super excited next time I go down. Um, he said, uh, uh, Havan Mediterranean. He says, is a local favorite, affordable, with a big selection of vegan options, if that's your thing. Uh, he said it was the best, the best shawarma he'd ever eaten in his life. So that's pretty exciting, actually. I'm going to check that out. The whole, the whole gang of four recommended Kickbacks Gastro Pub. They, they insisted it's a must-see. I'm definitely going to go check it out. Um, they were really high on kickbacks, I have to tell you. So I'm, that's going to be probably my first stop when I go back to Jacksonville. At the Wall Street, I drank a beer called Unholy by a brewery out of Tampa, Florida called Copperhead. No, I'm sorry. Called Coppertail Brewing Company. It was a Belgian-style triple 9.2%. Uh, it was a bit hoppy, but it was uh, it was bold, but very smooth, which was a hard balance to get to, I think. But my, my only knock, I had to say, my one knock on the Wall Street, I loved it, but my one knock on the Wall Street was this lack of local beer. I'm a big fan of uh, local establishments that also support local breweries. So they didn't have any actual Jacksonville beer, which was fascinating to me, kind of a bummer, but it was still an awesome place. Uh, so I ended up going across the street to Rain Dogs, where I met uh, the owner, um, a woman who I had heard about across the street. People love her. I mean, she, you know, which is interesting because I find in a lot of places, no one's loved by everybody, but Christina Wagner, or, or they call her Wags, or Mike Sullivan called her Khaleesi uh, when I was across the street. She's respected immensely by Riverside residents not just the owner of Rain Dogs, but as someone who champions and protects the arts, uh, which I got to see kind of firsthand. We went across the street. She showed me her, uh, she had, you know, they have the bar area, then they have a back room area, and they were holding an art class there. They're going to, I think it was uh, that night they were doing some nude sketches or paintings or something. Um, so they had a live model and all that. Super cool, you know, re really interesting. So, uh, they had a Super Nintendo system at Rain Dogs, which I have not seen a Super Nintendo system uh, since I was young. Since, I mean, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, how, whenever it came out. I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah. And Nick played a pixelated Mario Kart, so I watched him play that. I, I'm horrible at Mario Kart. I always get beat, so I didn't bother playing. Uh, but, but, yeah, it was cool. At, at, uh, at Rain Dogs, though, they did have a selection of, of local beer. I had uh, Duke's Cold Nose Brown Ale by Bold City Brewery. I was five percent, which is perfect for me. That's kind of around really where I like my beers because I, I don't. I'm not drinking to get drunk. I'm. I just want to taste the beer, have a good time. So I'm not. You know, when it gets up about ten percent or so, I, you know, that, that how many of those you're drinking? But it has some chocolate top notes with it, like a caramel finish. I loved it. It was. It was awesome. It really was. So that was. Um, that was the beer I had there. Like I said, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to eat. I ended up uh, going back to the hotel not after a while, so I I only hit Wall Street and Rain Dogs, but it was an I have to tell you, it was a really cool place, the Five Points area. Like I said, in, kind of in my intro, it really was like a throwback. I felt, I felt like I was back in 
Albany, New York, when I lived there in 1992, where uh, in Albany, things back then were live music uh, was more appreciated. There was a lot of live music venues. Uh, art was a it was a huge art scene uh, on the Lark Street area in Albany. And so this is what Jacksonville remind me, reminded me of, but it reminded me of that now, So, which is awesome because I wish uh, every city you know, had this kind of area. I think Jacksonville is super fortunate to have Riverside and the Five Points uh, it, it, because it really, really brought me back to when, to me, when things for the art, arts and music community were just better and, and more supportive. You know, th these days it's tough to get people out, but it really seemed like that area was very supportive of their, of their arts community. So I loved it. Um, Jacksonville, I have to tell you, so surprising. One of my favorite destinations I've been to so far. The three guys I met were awesome. The bartender, Don, was awesome. Christina Wagner, uh, the owner of Rain Dogs, was really, really amazing, super friendly. She's full of knowledge, um, and they were saying that. You know, she's someone I'd want to talk to about about Jacksonville in general, and and uh, and she seemed very passionate about about Jacksonville. She also obviously loves Tom Waits, so her and I had a little because I had one Tom Waits album that was my absolute favorite, uh, which was Alice, and uh, she said, you know what, you should re-listen to, for example, Rain Dogs. And you you know because I didn't I have to be honest I, I love Tom Waits but I don't know what it was I just loved Alice and some of the other albums didn't hit me right but I took her advice I went back I listened to Rain Dogs and she was right I, I you know I loved it I think maybe I didn't give it a ch enough chances when I was younger as far as listening to it um, I really liked Rain Dogs a lot both the bar and the album now so I. Uh, I am a very open individual, so when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I, and I was wrong about that album. I love it now. So, But I want to thank everybody. And if, let, let me just say this. If you have a chance to go to Jacksonville, and I, it's funny because I don't hear anyone ever talking about Jacksonville, but if you have a chance to go to Jacksonville, Florida, you have to do it uh, and go to the Five Points area, visit the two places I just talked about, and, and do more than I did. You know, Go hit those underground tunnels. Go hit the, the cafe. Go hit kickbacks. You know, it, it, do the things that I didn't get a chance to do, which I will end up doing, of course, when, as I go back. But uh, it was an amazing place. And don't sleep on Jacksonville. Don't sleep on Jacksonville, Riverside. Awesome location. I want to thank everybody who helped me with this episode, all of the people that gave me information and the wonderful people I met there. And keep doing what you're doing. Keep Jacksonville, Riverside artistic and creative and Keep those local bands coming in and the and the open mics, which you don't see anymore. I, I saw an open mic for poets that Rain Dogs also holds. That was just awesome because when I was younger, there was a ton of that and uh, not anymore in Albany. So uh, keep all that going. Keep the arts community strong. But I want to thank everybody very much. I had a wonderful time in Jacksonville, Riverside, and I will see all of you soon. Bye-bye. Have you been told by friends, family, maybe even strangers, what a wonderful voice you have. And people want to know why you're not doing something with it. Why aren't you doing something with that amazing voice of yours? Well, voicecoaches.com, your all-inclusive solution to voiceover training and demo production. You want to be a voice actor? Yeah, you do. It's awesome. Believe me, I know. I've been doing it for 26 years. You want to get into voiceovers? Go to voicecoaches.com. Tell them the destination guy sent you. This podcast was brought to you by Handcrafted Audio Design, the best in podcast production.